We realize, oh God, that we were created just to praise you. Yes, Lord. So no matter what happens, how bad the circumstances look around us, we still praise your name. Yes, Lord. We give you glory, Lord God, because yes. you are the creator of yes. the universe. Yes. We thank you, oh God, for bringing us to this point this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for our lying down last night. Yes, Waking us up this morning with a mind to come to the house of worship. Thank you, Lord. To praise you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, oh God, for just being who you are. Yes, Because we know, Lord God, without you, we are nothing. We give you praise, Lord God, because you are God. Thank you, Lord. We pray, God, that you would bless the service, that you would bless everyone who has come into this building. Thank you, Lord. Bless those, Lord God, that are online this morning. Yes, with us. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you, Lord. Praises go to you. We lift you up. Yes, Lord. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you would look upon our community. Yes, Lord. Bless our pastor. Yes, Lord. Bless our
For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Amen? Amen. Amen. This time is for our altar and our family prayer. You know that God sent the blessing business to us yet to run out of miracles. Amen? That's when we come together corporately take this time to spiritually touch and agree that God will move on our behalf and move on your behalf, each other. We don't need to know what each other is going to, but we know that God is still in the blessing business. Amen? Amen. Now, you need to know you need a special person, uh, prayer, get through it. God, if something's going on in your life, whatever. We all got issues. All got children got issues. You got your issues, I got mine. Amen. So you can come on walking up to walk close to the altar and God make sure I acknowledge you in the middle of this prayer. Amen. Amen. Yes, there's something to move at this time. It is me, it is me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. I'm a brother, I'm a sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. Let's look to the throne of grace. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Father God, we come sincerely, humbly before your throne. Father God, we don't come because we've been all that good. We don't come because we have done everything you've asked us to do. But we come because you said that we could come. You said that, Father God, we have a right and a privilege to approach your throne because of the blood of your son, Jesus. And we thank you for that. We know that you have given us new mercies each and every day. That's why we ask, oh, Father, that you create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. And then when you have done all that, Father God, we ask you once again, fill us with a fresh anointing. Want to fill us up and sold our feet to the crowns of our head. Father God, somebody needs you for one thing and somebody needs you for another. We don't know what our brother or our sister needs, but Father God, we stand there in agreement. Know that we touch and agree that you will move on our behalf. Father God, you know what we need and when we need. You know, you know what you have planned for our lives. Your word says that you have plans not to harm us, but to give us a future and a hope. And we come before you asking you to move in our life. Father God, if there's something on the inside of us that's preventing you from, from doing what you want with our lives, Father God, we submit ourselves humbly for you and ask you to move it, Lord Jesus. Fix it, Jesus, like you said you would. Father God, right now, we ask you to look down our faults and meet us at our knees right now. Father God, right now, heal somebody's body. Somebody needs to be healed by you right now, Father God. Father God, the doctor might not give the good news. Uh, the doctor might not even have hope, Father God. But Father God, we know that you have the last word in our lives. Father God, you said that all sickness are not unto death. But so that God, you may get the glory. So right now, in the name of Jesus, as we walk by faith and not by sight, we ask, oh, Father God, just do what you say you would do in your word. But heal your people, your people Father God. If they're in the hospital, Father God, control caretakers that are dealing with your people right now. Allow them to make the right decisions and put their hands in the right place and the medication send it to the right source. Right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, make sure that your people are cared for, filled that room, flooded with your Holy Ghost. Father God, right now, you said that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Father God, we had some of us in a, in a spiritual warfare right in the midst of the battle. 
So right now, we ask you to be the strong tower that you said you would be. Be a battle axe in the time of the battle. Father God, right now, you said that the flood won't drown us and the fire won't burn us. So right now, in the name of Jesus, raise the standard against the enemy. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, you know all things and you do all things well. So we ask for Father God when we feel like we're all alone, when we feel like we don't, we cannot go any further, we want to give up. Father God, we ask that you will reach beyond the break, Father God, and pull us forward. Hold our hand when we can't hold to your hand. Father God, I got sisters standing in front of us right now. Father God, right now, you know the concern, you know the, you know the, the area right now that needs a blessing. Have your way right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said that, that when there's a need in our life, you said bring it to the elders of the church. And Father God, we will pray that person will be delivered. Father God, fix it right now like you said you would. Move right now like you said you would. And whatever it takes us, Father God, to get where you want us to be, have your way and do that within our life. Give us clarity of understanding, oh Father God. So we hear you, Father God, and you alone right now. Let us not be mistaken, Father God, that it's your voice that we're listening to. And when we can't recognize your voice, Father God, come on and stand out and show up and make sure that we know that you're speaking to us. Father God, everybody's on a different level. So we ask, oh God, you know each and every one of us by name. Have your way. Deal with your people. Father God, we thank you right now. We ask you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Bless this service right now. Father God, let somebody be healed, delivered, and brought into where you want us to be, an understanding of what you want us to do. If you do these things, so thank you for us, oh Father God. Oh, we be so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Father God, we know because I hear you are the healing where our help coming from. We thank you for that. And you bless us right now and have your way. We'll be so thankful to give you all who love the Lord. Say amen.
are indeed happy to have you with us in the sanctuary this morning. And those who are streaming with us on Facebook, we welcome you today as well. Today is Holy Communion Sunday. So we're asking that you prepare your hearts to partake of this communion service. Grab me a Bible study will be held on Tuesday, June the 6th at 6 p.m. And we're asking everyone to please come online with us and enjoy and learn the online study. Please make these changes once again. We're announcing on your church calendar. The pastor's eighth anniversary will be on Sunday, October the 15th. And Pink Sunday will be held on Sunday, October the 8th. Well, attention all fathers in the house. We will be celebrating you on the third Sunday, Father's Day. So we're inviting you to come and enjoy the service as we celebrate Father's Day. This announcement comes to us from Gethsemane Missionary Baptist Church. They will be having their annual men's conference and revival on Wednesday, June 14th at 7.30 p.m. at Gethsemane Missionary Baptist Church. The revivalist is Reverend Dr. Alfonso Jackson Sr. They have requested that our choir deliver the song service on that evening, so we're asking those of you who can come out and enjoy the revival to please join us there. We want to announce that our former moderator, Reverend Dr. Carl Johnson, who is now the president of the Florida General Baptist Convention, his mother-in-law, the mother of his wife, Sister Johnson, her mother, Harriet Jean Browntree, has transitioned from earth to heaven. And the um, homegoing service will be on uh, Tuesday, June the 6th at 11 a.m. at 93rd Street Community Baptist Church. We would like to let you know that the mobile food pantry is coming to our neighborhood on Thursday, June the 15th from 12 to 2 p.m. And those who are interested, it will be located at 5648 Wiley Street in Hollywood uh, on June the 15th from 12 to 2 p.m. Those of you who would like to drop by, do so, please. Seaboard Baptist Association is now preparing for their annual a Congress of Christian Education. And of course, our church will be registering and you will have the opportunity to attend these classes, which will be in person at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church in Miami. So those of you who care to attend, please let me know and I will include your names on our registration form and uh, we will enjoy. Once the church is registered, it does not matter of the number of participating um, members. So it's open to all. And I will encourage you, if you have this opportunity, to please take advantage of our classes. That's where we learn about Jesus. So we're encouraging you to please participate in our Congress of Christian Education. Uh, I will have available the classes that we will be um, offering, that they will be offering to us. So we want you to get involved, and um, the more you know, the better you are. Amen. We want to wish happy birthday to all of uh, everyone born in the month of June. And we ask you to continue to pray for all of us. Say, thank God. Stephen Johnson is with us. So now that he's back, Dean can cook, decided that he wanted to get sick too. 
at home recuperating, so let us continue to lift him up in prayer, as well as all of the others who are ailing and uh, in bereavement at this time. Our inspirational quote for today is, in the form of a question, is prayer your steering wheel, or is it your spare tire? So God be the Lord back into the hands of the pastor. Coming ourselves accordingly to all the gospels that we read into our hearing. God is a good God. He's still blessing the ministry. He's still blessing each and every one of us. Every day, every day, make it a point, make it a habit, part of your daily talk with God to pray for the ministry, the leaders of this ministry. Amen? Amen. That's not that doesn't exclude you because once you pray for the church, you're in the church. You're gonna be blessed, alright? We will be blessed because we at the head, at the head, we need God's blessing on our life and our his protection. He's thinking, he's the God not thinking in these last and evil days. Amen. So uh, we thank God so much for for everything that's gone on so far in the service. Everything is in order. We thank you, uh, uh Sister Marson, for reading that song for us the blessing. Amen. Say that the last church, but I just couldn't hold my peace. I, mean, I couldn't hold my peace any longer. is you did a fine job. Even for a little deaconess, y'all did a fine job with that. You're going to be doing that more often, so get comfortable. I'm going to make you get comfortable with it. Amen? Amen. 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 Everybody ought to be able to do what God called them to do. Y'all did a fine job with that today. Amen? Amen. 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 Sunday school's going on fine. Thank God for that. Amen. We touched so many Sunday school today, and we had such a great lesson. You know, the teachers are Frank uh, Jenkins and Dr. Jenkins have done a fine job with us in that. And all we have to do is sit there and just absorb what God has given us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Like I said, stay prayerful and everything will be alright. It's offering time. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bible said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. I've sort of been meeting my house and proving not to come to God. I said, open up the windows of heaven. And pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen? Amen. We can't be God given. We know that God has stipulated that we ought to bring him a tithe into the storehouse. It's, it's his anyway. He gave it all to us. We said, You don't have to give me back about the tenth of it. And that's all we're going to do. We're going to do it. And you feel that you need to give more, which I feel I should. That's, that's me and my God. Amen? But you need to just do what God asks you because. Devil likes to mess with us. He thinks if he make our money go funny and our change go strange, and we'll just slack off on God. The devil is alive. We're not going to slack off on God. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Call us things from not us. You know what? God will make a way out of no way. He will. He will. He will make a way out of no way. He know how to change the circumstances and situations. He know how to orchestrate the affairs in our life. Because he said he will rebuke the alarm for our sake. And he does just that. I'm a living witness. Amen? Let us bless this offering in advance as you get ready to pray. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you right now for giving us an opportunity, Father God, to give back to you that you blessed us with. Father God, we thank you for putting food on our table. We thank you for our good health. Father God, we thank you for a clarity of thing in our right mind. We thank you, Father God, for just giving us a reasonable portion of our health. So, Father God, we're going to call those things that are not in our life and that they need to be. And you already know it as, as they are right now. 
Father God, bless your children, the going in and the coming out. Father God, come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people right now. Father God, right now, let success and prosperity dwell and live in the lives of your people. Orchestrate the affairs in their lives. You're the great orchestrator of the affairs in our life, and we know that you're still in control. So let this offering be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. When given days are over down here, say as a place anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all the love of the Lord say amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Choir stand, church stand, choir with some music. Come from the back of church.
save a seat for me. Amen. Yes, Lord. I want to call your attention to the epistle by the Apostle Paul, Colossians chapter 1. to read from the New King James Version, beginning at verse 13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created though in heaven and that all on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. That's enough. 13 to 16. Make a seat. Thank God today. Uh, to uh, reclaim the word today. And it's good to see all of you. Sometimes you're scattered a little bit too much. Amen. Again, you know, come on up front. It's not that many, but uh, uh, those in the back, the last three seats, Colossians uh, chapter 1, I'm going to deal with verses 1 through 20. I want to use the subject, Exaltation of Christ. Exaltation of Christ. Of Christ. Paul realizes as he writes this letter 
under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that Christ has died is resurrected and exalted to the right hand of power, the position of authority in heaven with his Father. However, some are trying to reduce the crucified and resurrected Savior to less than what the scripture says and less than what he is. There is a group in Paul's day teaching a heresy that's what's called Gnosticism. Gnosticism comes from the Greek word G-N-O-S-I-S. It means to know. To know. So this so-called spiritual elite called themselves more aware of the things of God than they knew. They were teaching the people that Jesus, the creator, was a creature. How could he be a creature and the creator? One group the Jehovah's Witness, that is, out of their writing, the New World Translation, looks at the verse 15 and 16, here in Colossians chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. It didn't say he was the first created to make him a creature. He's the firstborn over creation. All creation. It's, he refutes the image that Jesus was created by someone else and then he created everything else. But the Bible teaches us that there was no time when there was no God. And Jesus is a person of the Godhead. The second person. You have the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They always have been and always shall be all three of those distinct persons in one divine essence or substance. That's why 
Verse 15 says he is the image of the invisible God. In other words, when Jesus came to earth, manifesting, manifesting himself in human form, he was the image of the invisible God because God is a spirit. But in Jesus, we were allowed to see the fullness of God because Colossians 2 and 9 said, let me read it for you. He is the image of the invisible God. You believe that today? Got baptized. 
But that's not the baptism that will get you into heaven. That's not the baptism that will enable you to be or us to be witnesses for God. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not water baptism that seals us, that regenerates us, that adopts us into the family of God. And God, the head of the church, Christ, calls us sons among many brethren. All praises, amen. We talked about the exaltation of Christ as a subject. If you're writing down the first point, I talked about God, Jesus being the creator, not a creature. Point number one is Lord of creation. Lord of creation. Point number two, firstborn over all creation. And point number three, head of the church. Paul writes this letter uh, probably between AD 60 and 62. And he wrote it from Rome about the same time that he probably wrote uh, Philippians and and a couple other books, or at least one more, Philippians and Philemon, I know. While he was in prison in Rome, Paul never traveled to Colossae. Colossae was a city in the Lycus Valley, it was about a hundred miles from Laodicea. You read about Laodicea in the book of Revelation when the Christian was on the fence and God said that they need to get off the fence. He would spew them out of his mouth. This is about a hundred miles from uh, from Ephesus, about twelve miles from Herapolis and Laodicea. Repeat, a uh, hundred miles from Ephesus. Beautiful situation, beautiful place. But Paul is writing to the city of Colossae and to the church specifically, although he'd never been there. But he was instrumental in starting the church in Ephesus. No doubt that when he wrote this letter to the Ephesians, he probably uh, had that read in Laodicea as well. But why is he writing to uh, a city of Colossae that he never visited, had nothing to do with his starting? 
It's in Asia Minor, and I told you where it was near, which would now be Western Turkey. So it was in the area where Paul did go, but for some reason or other, he never went to Colossae. Why is he there? Because there were a group of people preaching heresy, outright lies about Jesus the Christ. How many of you know who Jesus is? Yeah, he's the head of the church. He's the rooted offspring of David. He's the bright morning star. He's Job's horse horn in the back. He's Ezekiel's wheel in the middle of the wheel. I'm talking about Jesus. Christ who died at Calvary took on the image of sin although he had no sin died stayed at Calvary from the 6th to the ninth hour allowed them to put a crown of thorn around his head and allowed them to spear him inside where blood and water came out allowed him to do this to him at Calvary at Golgotha but yet he showed that he was the Christ I hear him saying Father forgive them for not what they do he showed grace and mercy when the thief said remember me in your kingdom Jesus it made me think about the song that the Mississippi Mass Choir used to sing. He said, I want to take you back to the hill called Calvary. I want to hear the fruit of your lips. Don't let me even know that Jesus died. It was not the things that they put in his feet that held him to the cross. It was not the nails that they put in his hands that held him to the cross. It was love that held him to the cross. Love that held him to the cross. And he died. But on the third day morning, he died. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Till I go to church is over. My letter of Christian experience of Canons for Baptism.
you. Exalting Christ. Exalting Christ. Thank God for the message and the messenger this morning. Amen. Amen. God gave us a word to encourage us. Just hold on, church. He's still sitting at the right hand of the Father. With all of the earth, handle all of your business. Amen? Amen. Oh, now say amen. Amen. I like that position. He got the right hand of the Father. Sometimes God changes out and pray right. Or even though I pray wrong, I'm going to say the right prayer. When time God get it, Jesus will fix his prayer. Yes. 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 What a God we serve. I don't know about you, but I'm at a point in my life, I, I, when I ask him stuff, I don't just ask him just to say it. I ask him with anticipation and expectation for him to come on through for me. Y'all didn't hear me. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Every time I hear a word responding upon, I just get more encouraged. Because it's, it's a timely word. Because God is all the time. And this makes you want to walk more. Every time you hear the word of God, you hear the word being taught, that'll make you become more and more committed to his will and his way. Because there ain't really no other way. At some point in our life, we ought to reach the point that you know what? It's enough is enough. I've tried everything else, right? If anybody know over 40 years they ain't tried everything you think you got it, come on now. Come on, they put a few of us under 40 in here. <laughs> we look at you like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Come on, talk back to me. Bible said, once I was a child, I child. Once I was a child, I did. I acted and did things as a child. But I'm grown now. I don't necessarily mean that you in age. It means that as you become mature in the Lord, you just know that God is going to do something for us, Dr. James. You just going to do something. Amen? Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Put away the child. Amen. I thank God for you, Dr. James. I thank God for you. You continue to give strength. Strength. I know Dr. Jiggins, I know you used to know Dr. Jiggins, he, he, he said Dr. Jiggins, he, he, he's better, he's going for that treatment. I don't want to let that treatment Dr. Jiggins go. Because sometimes I think Dr. Jiggins will move his pulpit. I've been watching him, y'all. I don't know what Daniel's very good but he's shaking his pulpit. I said, what are you trying to tear the pulpit on me? That's some strength up in here.
and conferred with the chief priests and the captains how they might betray him in the absence of the multitude. Then Jesus said, when the time for the unleavened bread feasts, to two of his disciples, go and prepare the Passover that I may eat with my disciples. They said, how do you, where do you want us to prepare? He said, behold, that means look. And when you see a man carrying a pitcher of water, follow him into the house that he shall enter. I want to pause right there and say the reason why they would know that this was the person that they were to follow to the preparation of the Passover because they said a man carried a pitcher of water. That was different. Women usually carried a pitcher of water. But in this particular case, he said, you'll see a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house and say, the teacher says, where is the guest chamber that we may eat of my disciples? He will show you a large furnace of a room. There make ready. They went and found it as he had said. And when the evening was come, he sat down with his apostles. He said, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. But I will no longer eat of it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. He took the bread and he broke it and blessed it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, he took the cup. This cup is the New Testament of my shed blood. Oh, praise the holy name.
Lord's body. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Our Lord's blood. This cup, the New Testament of my shed blood. When supper was ended, Scripture says they sung a hymn, went out of the gate of Jerusalem, through the Kidron Valley, and up to the Garden of Gethsemane. There he wrestled with the powers of darkness. I can hear him saying, Although he knew why he came into the world, to die for our sins. He said to the Father, if this cup would symbolize the death that he was in, uh, anticipating or knew, if this cup can pass from me, but in faith he said, nevertheless, not mine will, Thy will be done. He came in humility or humiliation, came to die, but he became both man and God. He was fully man and full of God. People say, How can that be? Because he didn't lay aside his divine attributes. He didn't not have his divine attributes. But he allowed the Father to have the prerogative when he was on earth when he would use his divine attributes. I know that's true because said one time in the scriptures that no one knew when he was coming back except the Father. So he had perfect knowledge and understanding but he allowed his Father to have prerogative over that at that time. But after he went to Calvary died and was resurrected. He knew when he's coming back. Why? Because he said, I'm coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
for the church yeah. without a spot or a wrinkle. Yes, so right now we need to be getting rid of the spots. Ironing out the wrinkles. Saying within ourselves, come Lord Jesus. Bless you today. Sunday to Sunday. Oh, yes. And I'm excited about that. I, when I think about the goodness of God and what he's doing just spiritually in our life. Yes. I get excited. And everything just don't seem to matter no more. Yes. Amen? Amen. Let's let the Lord be dismissed. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us both now and forevermore and let the church say God.